friends. Welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together, we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. I'm Chris Maxwell, and I'm having a conversation with my friend Tracy Reynolds. Um, Tracy, it's nice to get this time with you and have uh, this dialogue and think and process a variety of things together. Hey, Chris, it absolutely is, man. Uh, Welcome back. You know, it's hard to believe this is our second year. Uh, We're on episodes number three, four, and five, and six today. Just crazy stuff. Um, We've made it a full year, and I just want to say a thank you to all of our listeners, uh, those of you that are supporting us, helping us. Uh, We're so grateful for uh, what you're doing and that this is relevant to you. We appreciate you listening in. Today, we're going to kind of reverse the roles. We are? Yeah. Uh, My friend uh, Chris Maxwell has written another book. And it's just on the brink of being published, so we want this to come out about the same time that's going to happen. And so uh, your new book is called Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces. Uh, I love that title, Chris, but what in the world is that about? It's about how we live. We we live so out of balance. Uh, I mean, think of, you know, just uh, the events, the news uh, around us. Uh, we're hearing bad news, uh, division, conflict, uh, everything seems so out of balance. And, mm-hmm. and all of the issues that we've gone through the last two years with, with health issues, with like bad news following bad news and conflict, um, how, can we, how can we personally find balance? Uh, even with the external circumstances so out of balance, internally we, we battle the same way. Our thoughts, our, our feelings, our spiritual growth and development. Uh, and, and the next steps that we're trying to take as we're leading and learning, it feels like we're just walking on uneven surfaces. Everything feels and seems so out of balance. Uh, so this is a collection of thoughts, suggestions on how to find better balance in all of this chaos of life. Wow, it sounds like life, man. I live out in the country, and there is hardly any space on our property that is flat. It's a very different kind of terrain. And, you know, when I walk outside, I have to be careful where I, put my, where I place my step or I might twist my ankle or worse yet, fall. And when you don't have equilibrium, when you're living in disequilibrium, uh, we tend to fall. We tend to stumble. We, tend, uh, we can hurt ourselves, but we can also hurt people around us. So, uh, again, I, I love that. Staying balanced. Now, it also said there's 31. Is that a magic number? Was there some it's just an reason? odd number. <laughs> it's an odd <laughs> number like how life is. And, and again, Tracy, these are the uh, type of suggestions that I want to pass on to the future generations. This is, mm. uh, these are the suggestions that I've been giving to our students, uh, to those that I'm mentoring, those that I'm trying to lead, uh, uh, my sons and their families, our grandchildren. Right. What do I want this next generation to take with them? Well, maybe I've got 50, but, but let's just select 31 of these that are the best fit for, for today, right now, in this, all of the chaos around us, the uneven world that we're trying to walk through and find some type of balance. Um, yeah, these, these are the ones that are just so deep in my heart that I want to mm-hmm. hand uh, to the future generations. 
One of the things I most appreciate about your writing, Chris, is that you're a great storyteller. And every one of these chapters is just chock full of, there's usually a central story, uh, but then there's also auxiliary stories that, that come to that. But, and wonderful points, uh, you break it down into, it's never more than just a handful of things to, to remember, to apply to our lives. And then a series of questions, uh, just, and I know that's your heart, help us process this. Instead of just reading a book, you want us to interact with this and, and to improve and help us to take literally next steps to get better and to find greater balance. So there, let's just dive in. All right. The first chapter well, actually, the first two chapters. The first one is believe in the big, and the one right behind it is be faithful in the little. Now, talk to us about that. Well, those two uh, chapters, the first two chapters, are an example of what we want throughout the book. Those just kind of balance each other out in a healthy way, um, not minimizing the importance of each one, but emphasizing how each of those perspectives, those views, help us uh, just find the equilibrium that we need. So first first one, and this one's hard for me. Uh, I would rather play it safe. I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but but the, the title is challenging to me, and I, have, and I have to face that. And I wanted it to be first, believe in the big. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's don't just settle for what's easy to settle on. Right. But let's choose to believe in these miracles that we say we believe in theologically. Do we believe in them realistically? Mm-hmm. Is it just somebody else's story that we're going to believe in? That, yeah, they, they can accomplish great things because they are the, the great leaders. But, no, we can. You know, we grew up with dreams, didn't we? I mean, we had dreams when we were young. And, and um, why do we give those up? Because we want to avoid disappointment. But I'm daring myself and my readers to let's believe in the big this big God that does great things. We are among those great things. And he's choose. How, how is he choosing, Tracy? How is he choosing to do the big things now? He's choosing to do the big things through us. Surprising, isn't it? It is. Shocking. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, you and I both are people of faith. And um, so when we talk about God, some of the words around in, in all the theological books they start with omni, like omnipresent. I mean, he's everywhere at all times. Omniscient. He knows everything. You know, uh, he is omnipotent. He's all powerful. Those are big words. Those are huge words. Yet, on the other hand, we've got these the omnis. Then you got the micros. I think about the macros of of all of creation uh, and how big things uh, are you know, when you look up at the stars at night. Or you go to the ocean, you look at the, across the horizon, or you're on a, a height in maybe in the Alps or someplace that, that's a high elevation, and you can see for a long distance. And I think macro, I think big. And that's about perspective, isn't it? That's about worldview. That's about seeing things from God's point of view, uh, yet focusing in then on the infinitesimal and the small. Go there. Yeah. First chapter, believe in the big. I want us to do that and use the story of um, a missionary friend uh, of mine, Larry Myers. He, nobody thought he, he would have a chance to do what he's done. Uh, he's too old. He doesn't know Spanish. And yet God is sending him to bring change into the culture of Mexico. And he did it. He believed in the big. But that happens because of chapter two. Uh, not only should we believe in the big, but let's be faithful in the little. Be faithful in the tiny, the small, the unnoticed, things that will not get applause. 
uh, things that will not get attention. Um, I tell the story in there about a dear friend of mine, um, Basil Savoy, who's a pastor uh, of a church in Orlando, and he and I are just just such close friends over the years when we were ministering near each other geographically, but we've stayed close from a distance. But I look at Basil's life and I just see someone who is just faithful every day. He's consistent. Uh, and, and I want to be like that. Yeah. And I want us all to, be, to, to be like that. And that's the balance. That's the equilibrium. Believe in this God who does miracles and believe that he's choosing to work through us to do what seems impossible. So how do we respond to that? As we are believing in the big, let's do the tiny, let's do the, the quiet, yeah. the common, the needed right beside us. Let's, let's, let's be faithful in the little. You know, I, I, my favorite definitions of character is what you do in the dark, what we do when no one is looking, what we do in the unobservable places. You know, it's, it's doing the right thing as, as God defines what's right, even when I don't want to. Even when my flesh or my, my I don't, I'm tempted not to do that. It's again, it's doing the small things. And yeah. that's what builds trust with other people to lead. If I can't lead myself well, then I certainly can't lead others well. So I, I need to see it big. I need to have a big perspective. I need mm-hmm. to, to not be limited by what I can do, but see what God sees and watch through his glasses, but also be faithful in the little stuff. Yeah, the small things. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. Well, moving ahead in your book, it says, uh, listen to these three. Enjoy the journey. Endure the adventure. Embrace each moment. Let me yeah. read those again. Enjoy the journey. I like that. Endure the adventure. Now, that's an interesting word. Endure. I love adventure. And then embrace each moment. Talk to us. Well, chapter three, enjoy the journey. And that's kind of been uh, a goal of mine that I'm trying to become better at reaching. Uh, But I started that chapter with these lines. If you're desperate for the finish line, skip this chapter. Hurry your way into chapter four, endure till the end. Might feel more fitting or rousing or suitable or captivating than enjoy the journey. And that's how, in my opinion, uh, Tracy, how so many of us often are. We're just looking for that great thing to be accomplished. Let's push to the finish line. But what about now? What about in these moments? The conversations that you and I have, we can, we can have a conversation about plans that we seek to achieve, things that we hope to accomplish. But do we forget the now, these moments? Let's enjoy the journey the life that travels by so fast. And, and Tracy, as I've reflected on, you know, reading back through this book and, and, and noticing things that maybe I wasn't fully aware of as I wrote it, I have a lot of stories in here about friends who've passed away mm. and their deaths reminded me I need to enjoy each moment. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know how long I'm going to be around here. That's and right. I don't say that in a negative way. I say no. it from a positive angle. Each breath each moment is important. Let's enjoy the journey, not obsessed with destination only, but each conversation, each dialogue can be intriguing. Um, yeah, and so that, that's, that's the hope of, of each moment. But then we do want us to endure the adventure. Uh, we have a lot of stories about people with great goals, great ambitions, great hopes, believing in these big, big, big things. But Tracy, they give up. Mm. They, they, they stop. Maybe there are people listening uh, to our conversation right now and they feel like quitting. Um, this difficult 
season of life that we've gone through. Everything has felt so out of balance. They can't find a healthy equilibrium. Um, They don't feel like enduring. But I want to declare to myself again and to you and to those who are who are listening in on our dialogue, let's endure the adventure. It is an adventure. Let's see it as that. And, and we have, uh, you know, stories in here about, about people who have chosen to endure. We have uh, just three, three key points in each chapter and then four, uh, four suggestive reflections in a sidebar. But, but on this chapter, do not quit. Ask for help and see the end. Mm. Those are the kind of things that have helped me as I've, if I've processed that and, and finding ways. And then uh, chapter five, embrace each moment. Um, you know, it's just like enjoying the now. Let's embrace each moment. Yeah. Listen well. I'll write, a, write about that later in the book. But there's an important role that we have in listening well, noticing what's beside us, in finding importance in that, wherever yeah. we are, in the journey through the unbalanced surfaces. I'm guilty sometimes, as, as you well know, of looking through the, the windshield a bit too much instead of pausing to look into the rearview mirror and to take the time to think through because I'm thinking about the next big challenge, the next big thing that's out there. Uh, sometimes in my conversations with my mom, she'll say, oh, Tracy, you're, you're really busy. She'll, she'll say something like, um, well, I know you'll be glad when that's over or you'll be, you'll be glad when you, you get to that. And oftentimes I'll, I'll break in. I'll say, Mama, I want to enjoy the journey. I don't want to just be glad it's over. Um, I feel like we get to do this, this thing we call life. And we have these opportunities today. Uh, I won't get today back. I want to live in the moment. I want to be present with all the opportunities. And and when I don't, I regret it, Chris. Mm -hmm. When I motor through that and and I, I forget how important the person sitting right in front of me or the person on the other end of the phone or, you know, I just am thinking about, and I think we miss the moment when, when Jesus talks about, Hey, this is the day the Lord has made, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Just do what you, because you said this and my pastor says all the time, you know, we all have an expiration date and we don't know what that date is. So let's live in the now let's don't worry about tomorrow. Let's embrace it. Endure the journey. Yeah, let's, but that means I'm going to be present in the mile that I'm in right now, not just worrying about the one that's coming down the pike. Yeah. Uh, that, that's really, really good stuff, Chris. Well, then um, the next three chapters, we'll just kind of merge them together because they're from the same text in Romans uh, 12. Be joyful in hope. Be, oh, I don't like this one, but it's mm. important. Be patient in affliction. And then I do love the next chapter. Be faithful in prayer. I need I need to to live those out for me to find balance. Is is things are leading me in one direction. The the bad news is saying this, mm-hmm. and the financial issues are saying this, and uh, so much seems out of whack or whatever phrase we want to use here. It, it does seem off balance, and we're going uphill, and the sharp turns that we must take. Stop for a moment and take a deep breath and realize that those are steps that our Heavenly Father mm. is directing us to take. Yes, this is fine. Let's just be patient there. Let's just stay there, knowing that God is with us in the moment. And if we choose to be faithful in prayer, my argument is we're more likely to be able to find that equilibrium. Yeah, that's so good. Um, joy 
you know, that's one of those things you can't fake. Yeah. It's more than happiness, isn't it? But have, I think when we are conveyors of hope, we realize that, you know, as Christ followers, Christ in us is the hope of glory for, for everybody around us. And somehow finding joy, the part of the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, God giving us uh, some transcendent uh, mindsets, being able to see through where I am, to see the joy in the journey and, and, and re- just embrace that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good word. That's a great reminder. I appreciate that. Now, patient in affliction. Mm. I'm not patient enough to have time to talk about that. <laughs> it's, it's like affliction. Let's move I'm it on. I'm not praying I've for patience, enough, brother. I know what makes I've that had enough happen. affliction. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, so many of the stories in the book are about people who've gone through uh, difficult times. Things were not easy, but they chose to find ways to be patient in affliction. I look at my clock. I'm keeping up with the time. Even mm-hmm. as we're having this conversation, you know me. I'm scheduled. I'm on, I'm early. I'm on time. That's important. But life does not go by my clock. That's right. Be patient in affliction, uh, and it's it's ending. It meaning the affliction, mm-hmm. the the thing that that we are facing right now. Whatever it is for you and for me, whatever that affliction is, that, that let's let's not rush the mm-hmm. story and try to put the finished line too quickly there's another paragraph coming and and we need to we need that one also there's another line to the story that's so good chris i want to end this with a a, something that's very serious yesterday i was in a worship service and in the worship service we had baby dedications so in the one minute i'm watching three families dedicate these infant babies they're so precious and so you know i love being a papa and then 15 minutes later I was hugging and crying with a friend whose son had committed suicide just the night before. And and I'm thinking about how in the world, and he came in singing this song, then sings my soul, Mm. my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. How can any sane, rational person who just lost their son 24 hours before that even begin to place, had to have hope in affliction? Yeah. To have joy in the midst. We we cried, but we also laughed. And I don't think we're crazy because we know that, as Paul would say, our light and momentary affliction is achieving for us a glory that far outweighs them all. Mm. Well, guys, this is so good. We're going to continue talking a bit more about this new book called Equilibrium, Chris's 11th book, on our next podcast. We want, above all, for you to make your next step your best step yet. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces, is available now at www.chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their new musical releases at www.casualamericans.com or at your favorite music suppliers. 
We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday. So join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. Oh, my.